All right, so this one is uh, going to be a pretty short one and prompted by my friend Dave and another friend who should know better. And uh, it also sort of refers back to Jay Dyer. Now, some of you know, I've done a video with Dave before. Dave is um, a recent convert to orthodoxy, um, but he was, you know, a Protestant for quite a long while. And unfortunately, some of those behaviors, you know, they stay with you. Now, on the video I did on Jay Dyer, the liar, um, I pointed out the lies that Jay Dyer says. Now, in an online little spat, not even a spat, it's just a beat down, really, Dave went on to say um, a really silly thing, like, oh, you haven't really demonstrated anything about Jay Dyer. And I said, uh, what are you talking about? I've actually demonstrated that he lies pretty much about everything, doesn't understand the things he doesn't necessarily lie about and lies about them too as a result. There really is nothing the guy's got to say that makes any sense or any relevance. And uh, so Dave boiled it down to, no, Dyer's point is that Vatican I, which you said the privationists think is fine, Vatican I says that without a Pope, you don't have a church. Um, no, doesn't say that, doesn't say that at all. That's what Jay Dyer says. Now, the Vatican I documents are online, and I'll put a link down below this video so you can go read them for yourself. So what's happening here is that you're taking the word of a random idiot on the internet about his interpretation, who we know is an autistic gamma spurg, and you're taking his interpretation of something that he clearly hasn't understood or even hasn't read, and you accept that as the truth. Why? A five-second search on Google will give you that document. You can read it for yourself. Why would you do that? And why would you then go on to argue with somebody who actually has read these things and actually knows what the hell he's talking about as though you're an expert or as though Jay Dyer is a fucking expert? Similarly, this other friend just took it at face value and goes, oh, what? The Catholic Church believes that without the Pope you don't have a church? Oh, stupid Catholics. I'm like, I guess that's all what you Protestant do. <laughs> you know, just make shit up. <laughs> it's like a complete straw man. Unfortunately, this happens in a lot of things. And I'm speaking specifically with respect to the church, because that's what interests me, the Catholic Church. And, um, you know, but the same thing with God's battalions, because I said, you know, so to Dave's reply, I said, look, why don't you just do your own reading? And by the way, why don't you shut the fuck up? Because you said you're going to refute God's battalions. Still waiting for that. And um, the other guy piped up and goes, oh, well, God's battalion is quite questionable because, you know, Stark's uh, references are questionable and lots of experts have got lots of citations that they don't all agree. I'm like, mm, no, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I've actually looked in some of the documents that, uh, that both Stark and um, Harold Lamb referred to and um, Earl Bradford, if that's his name. So three different guys who wrote three different books in three different, quite separate, different um, timelines. And I've gone to some of these source documents. It is pretty consistent. Now, what has happened is experts which uh, as a, an ex-friend of mine used to call them, just remember that an expert is just a drip under pressure. You know, um, academics, if you like, 
which, by the way, Rodney Stark names and shames in his book, God's Battalions, made shit up to like have their little pet theory, just like Jay Dyer. These are liars and need to be exposed. And by the way, Rodney Stark has got a good history of doing that because he wrote another book called uh, Bearing False Witness about all the lies that have been told about the Catholics, the Catholics in general and the Catholic Church by Protestants, essentially. And it's also a very interesting, very knowledgeable book with, again, a lot of backup. You know, Rodney Stark does his homework. And I have checked his references. And no, there really isn't anything to, to argue about. The Orthodox betrayed the Catholics. And no, you know, the lie that you got told by some Orthodox priest or, you know, your pastor or whatever that said, no, no, the Catholics just took our lands and tried to put their bishops in there. No, that's not what happened. And in fact, in the very first battle where the Catholics took over one of the cities, I can't remember which one it was, quite a big one anyway. Uh, not only, so the Catholics did all the fighting, they took over the city, and then when they won the fight, immediately the, the army of the Eastern Emperor quickly stopped the, the, the Crusaders from like going into the city, except if accompanied by the soldiers of the Emperor, and two or three at a time, and immediately flew the pennants of the Emperor, as if to say, yeah, we did it, we did it. We, you know, they took all the glory, did very little other fighting, and didn't even allow the guys to like, the guys who had done the fighting to like go in there and, you know, whether it was sack the place or not, but definitely the Eastern guys got all the, the glory. And and the Catholics were still okay, with, well, they weren't okay with it. They didn't like it. You know, they grumbled about it, but they didn't start a war there and then. They didn't fight with the, with the Eastern Orthodox. They sort of said, that's kind of fucked up, man. You know, you're in dire straits. We come here to help you. We beat the shit out of the guys that are beating your ass. And then you act like you did it all by yourself and you take all the glory and you like, you know, treat us as though we're like criminals. What the fuck? And after you've done that a couple of times and after you don't stick to your promises of supplying the army, of helping them militarily, and in fact, you start to betray them and you start to like pull back when they're going to be in a big fight you and you tell the enemy where they are so that they can get, you know, that's called betrayal. And again, I've said it before and I'll say it again. And the Catholics took three crusades where they were betrayed every time. And they only sacked Constantinople on the fourth one. I would have done it after the first betrayal. After the first time you betray my troops, when I've come and saved your ass and you treat me as though I'm a criminal. Now, I'm coming back to your city, raising it to the ground and making every single person that's there either Catholic or get the fuck out. That's what I would have done. You're lucky I wasn't a crusader, you know. They were very patient men. They got betrayed three times, and only on the fourth time they got pissed off enough to say, you know what, we're going to beat your ass. And they still didn't wipe everything out, you know? So that those are the facts. Those are the historical facts. And again, you can go to whatever sources you want. Now, you have to keep in mind that at this period in time, there's a lot of hyperbole here and there. There's people that are trying to like convince you of all sorts of things. Propaganda has always existed. But on balance, if you take most of the documentations that, you know, is, is being considered fairly reliable because it, um, you know, it, it covers a span of years. It doesn't just cover one battle or one thing. So the numbers of soldiers is always a bit questionable because everybody inflated the numbers to a certain extent. 
the numbers of soldiers are always a bit questionable but the events that happened and the messages that were sent and who said what to whom those are pretty accurately reported even by multiple um, sources and um, quite often also from sources from different sides of the battle in other words if you compare some of the um, documentation from the um, from the muslim side it fits very well with the documentation from the christian side you know, that's a pretty evidentiary um, thing that, that would suggest that the overall history as it's been detailed is correct. And you've got to keep in mind that Rodney Stark is a historian by nature. That's all he does. That's all he does. Goes through these documents and he's got, you know, a thing for obviously um, the Crusades, medieval history, that sort of stuff. He's written several books on the topic. And one thing I really love about him is that he points out the guys who lie, the guys who make shit up, you know, and outright um, just lie, just just take what is the truth and twist it, absolutely twist it, they upside down it. So, you know, if you're going to argue with somebody like me, you better know what the fuck you're talking about, because I don't generally open my mouth on a subject unless I've researched it quite well. And, you know, it's the same thing like with the boomer that was saying, you don't know what you're talking about. Only the magisterium of the church can determine whether the pope is legitimate or not and whether a cleric is legitimate or not. Yeah, that's right. And guess what? The magisterium of the church put together the code of canon law. And the code of canon law says nobody needs to pronounce a damn thing. Once you're a heretic, you're no longer a valid cleric. End of. Done. Doesn't matter what your office is, including pope, you know? So... And the boomer is like, no, because I read... No, you read nothing. You're talking out of turn. You're repeating something that you've been told without checking it yourself. You're repeating a lie that could be generations in the making. You're repeating some bullshit that you heard as a soundbite on CNN. Those are the people that I have, I will zero truck with. The moment you start to do that behavior, you've proven to me... Three things. One, you're stupid. You are stupid. Two, you're lazy. You are lazy. Now, lazy and stupid is no way to go through life. And three, you are a liar. Okay? If you're too lazy, too stupid, and too deceitful to do your own research, to figure out what the truth is about something before opening your mouth as though you know what you're talking about, you are all of those three things, at a minimum. Why the fuck would I listen to anything else you got to say? Why should anybody listen to anything else you got to say? Now, people can be wrong, yeah? A mistake is not the same as intentional deception. But if you're going to be intentionally deceptive because you're too lazy and too stupid to check what the situation is, at, at minimum, you're an idiot. You are an idiot. If you take a J. Dyer's word on the internet as God's gospel or the truth, you're a moron. Hell, if you take my word for anything, you're a moron. Look it up. Look it up. Check it out for yourself. Do you see a J. Dyer telling people, here it is, here's the link, go read it for yourself. No, you don't. Why? Well, because people like Dave and his friend Nate, my friend Nate too, just take it as written and like, oh, all right, you know, that's what Jay said or that's what my daddy said or whatever. I don't give a fuck who said it. Have you looked into it? 
If you haven't looked into it, shut the fuck up. You don't know. All right? Now, I don't know. Take a guy like Owen who says that the Earth is not a globe. He doesn't know. He hasn't looked into it. The things that he has looked into, he hasn't understood. He doesn't actually have the background to understand what he's been told. So the lies he's been told, he's buying into them. But they're slightly more sophisticated lies in that he's actually looked at what these people are showing. They're showing him some videos and he believes what they're telling him about the videos. And he hasn't done the necessary background work to understand what's going on there. Or, you know, I think for that matter, he probably hasn't put a telescope to his eye and looked at the moon for, you know, a few nights in a row. I think if you do that with a decent telescope, it doesn't need to be a very expensive one. It's going to be very hard for you to suddenly think that the moon is a lamp and it's not like a planet of, you know, planetoid, a satellite, call it what you want. So, you know, keep in mind, if you're going to be on my channel, if you're going to comment on my thing, don't, don't even think to talk on the topics that I talk about, just spouting your mouth off as though you know what you're talking about when you haven't bothered to do any of the work to look at what you're actually saying. You will be banned. You won't, Your comment won't even show up. You will go straight to the gamma grave. Now, I've been indulgent with a few people recently, gammas as well, just as a teaching uh, mechanism, just to show people you're that dumb. And here's another thing. When you come across people like that, Never, ever let them slide. Beat them into the ground. Beat them into the ground. You're not doing them any favors. You're not doing them any service by, you know, pretending, being polite and saying, oh, well, yeah, no, that's not really how it doesn't matter what the context is. You know, you can do it more or less politely, but make it hurt. Make it hurt emotionally. Make it hurt psychologically. Liars need to shut their fucking mouth. And the only way they're going to learn that is if they learn that every time they lie, the people that notice, the people that are paying attention are going to call them out on it. Call them out every time. Every time. And don't sit there, you know, with your idiot belief without testing it, checking it. I still, and I will undoubtedly to the end of my days, continue to check the, the beliefs of the church. I continue to check the canon law. I continue to check whether it makes sense. I continue to do that because that's the only honest way of living, you know. The stuff that I talk about on Mars and people say, oh, you're just making shit up. No, you know, you're projecting. You're projecting your laziness, your stupidity, your lack of original research, your lack of original thought, your lack of understanding of basic things like physics, maths, chemistry, astronomy, all sorts of stuff, you're projecting your ignorance and the way you do things on how I do things. That's not my problem. That's your problem. I don't work that way. I don't do things that way. So if I tell you that the most reasonable explanation for the bombardment of the planet Mars is that that bombardment did not happen naturally, it's because I know what the fuck I'm talking about. And then if you read the book that I wrote, and if you listen to the videos that I made, even if you don't read the book, if you actually listen to the videos I've made on Mars, I explain that. Now, there is obviously more details in the book than there are on a video that I'm going to make. But again, if you need the more details, if you can't connect the dots, then get the fucking book. That's why I wrote it. 
or don't because it doesn't interest you. That's fine too, okay? But don't sit there and try and argue with me about stuff that I actually know what I'm talking about. I mean, I, I would never presume to talk about some facet of, I don't know, opera. I don't know a fucking thing about opera. I wouldn't dare to open my mouth and say, oh, no, no, that singer is better than that one. Or, you know, I did notice at the only practically the only opera I went to, a girl wanted me to take her out some years ago, and I, I took her to this thing, and I, I saw that the conductor was world class. I understood that, knowing nothing about conducting and very little about music and nothing about opera, but I could tell because of how he moved and his rhythm, which I have from martial arts. Nothing to do with, with singing, dancing, or any of that, but it's a relatable skill. It's, it's, it's something that I could tell, well, that guy's world class. And I found out later I was absolutely right. He's like number three in the world, some Russian guy. So, but even then, I didn't dare say anything. I just said, that guy's good. He must be one of the top in the world. That's all I said. I, I, and believe me, I know nothing about opera. And the only reason I said that is because I could recognize something that I have a long, long history of familiarity with, and I, I could recognize that. So, you know, this is very important, especially if you're a young guy that you think that arguing is just about holding your position. No, it's not about holding your position. It's about knowing the truth. Truth matters. Truth matters. And it is discoverable, at least to a good extent. Yes, we all see through a glass darkly, but you know, there's a lot of things that are pretty solid. You know, mathematics, pretty solid. Physics, pretty solid. You know, biology, a little bit less solid. Chemistry, pretty solid up to a point. Just like physics. Physics, really solid up to a point. But then when you start to get into scalar technology, psychotronic weaponry, then it starts to get a bit fuzzy. Ether, you know, or ether, whatever, uh, whatever, however you pronounce it, uh, the, the ether of the universe. There is such a thing. And if you look at the work of um, Harold Aspden, he explains it. He's written books that I've owned on the subject and I've read and I believe he's absolutely right. And this guy also predicted certain um, numerical functions of subatomic particles. He predicted them, and then when they eventually saw them in like particle accelerators, they were accurate to like several decimal places of what he predicted they would be. So, you know, he's obviously knew what the hell he was talking about. And to be fair, you know, his mathematics is a bit beyond me, but his uh, concepts are not beyond me. Um, you know, and again, most human beings on Earth will not know who Harold Astonin is, or Thomas Bearden, for that matter, or Thomas Townsend Brown, for that matter. I do. I've read up on these guys. I've understood most of what they're talking about in terms of the physics they discuss. Most humans on Earth do not know who Burkhard um, Heim was. I do. And I have read one of his... Um, modern interpretations of his philosophy of, of physics and it is beyond me you know I can grasp about 80% of it the rest of it is a bit beyond me I don't have the mathematics at that level to understand fully um, even to a certain extent the concept I understand the concept broadly speaking but the details of it become fuzzy for me now 
again, I've got an IQ that on average from the two tests I took is about 155. If it gets fuzzy for me at that point, it's because I don't have some of the skill sets at the level that they need to be or the interest maybe for me to, to grasp it. And believe me, if I don't grasp it and you've got 100 IQ, you sure as shit aren't going to grasp it, right? So, you know, the whole point, IQ is not a, doesn't mean that you know everything, doesn't mean that you're right all the time at all. It doesn't mean that. But everything else being equal, if we both research, if we both had the same education, if we both had access to the same information, and I've got 155 IQ and you've got 100 or 120 or even 130, chances are I'm going to get it right a lot more often than you are. You know, especially if I'm actually paying attention and especially if it's something that interests me. So, you know, Dave, Nate, whatever, go read some books, you know, before you start trying to argue with me. <laughs> You're just wrong, man, just completely wrong. And, you know, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with being wrong. There's something wrong with persisting in being wrong. Or, as the Latins from the Catholic tradition say, Errare humanum est, perseverare diabolicum. To err is human. To persevere in the error is diabolical. <laughs> it is demonic. <laughs> so, learn, you know. And that's my topic for today. Also, when these con men, you know, spout this bullshit and nobody checks it, and then they get these thousands of followers, they are zombies. They're the zombie horde. You know, the, the, the morons that I met, and even when I was in the States, are like, the earth is flat. No, it fucking isn't. No, but it says so in the Bible. I said, really? Quote me, which passage in the Bible does it say the earth is flat? Uh, but I'll send it to you. Here's my email. Write it down. There it is. Ping me an email. I want to have those things. Don't forget. Do you think I got an email? No. you got to make these people feel pain. Every time they say some bullshit that doesn't stand on earth or in heaven. All right? So, um, that's it. That's my little rant. That I really feel strongly about that one. You can probably tell. So, um, there you go. If, uh, you know, if you agree with my generic principles, please do the world a favor. Every time one of these morons repeats a soundbite as though he knows what the hell he's talking about and he clearly doesn't, bash them over the head, head with facts reason and logic mercilessly ridicule them make them feel unable to ever open their mouth in public again because that is what they deserve you know that the progressive craziness where we have you know bruce jenner as the most pretty woman ever that happens because people don't put those lying thieving scummy con men in locker rooms at school right that's where it starts you know, people say, oh, but bullying is bad. Ah, uh, kind of depends which kind of bullying. You know, when you've got an idiot that's going around saying, I'm a girl. Nah, beat the crap out of him and shove him in a locker. He'll learn. He'll evolve, you know. Now, I'm not advocating violence. I'm just telling you my opinion. It's my opinion. And I think that all the mildly coddling and all that stuff, you know, like when I first came to the UK, I remember walking to the park um, with my now wife back then, years ago, maybe 15 years ago or something. I don't know, a long time ago. 13 years ago, 12 years ago, something like that. Walking in the park and I saw that like all the little kids, like three, four, five years old, all lining up to use the um, the slide. And I was like, no, 
you know, why is that? I mean, like in Italy, nobody li lines up. They just carry on and um, they all kind of crowd around that, you know, the, the kid that's a bit too slow doesn't get on top of the slide. Um, but, you know, we're getting all sort of lined up as sheep and, and getting to behave that way. We're being trained to not question anything, to just accept everything, you know, and it's like, look, there's some good sides to queuing and blinding up, but there's also some really bad sides to it, you know, so you've got to balance it out. And when it comes to liars and idiots, bash them, bash them every time. No mercy for these people. Ridicule them in front of everybody. That's uh, my advice for the day. Okay, that's it. That's my rant done.